Hey gang, what's going on? And welcome to Talking Vegas All Day with K.A. I'm your host, K.A. And on today's episode, we are going to take a look at one of the oldest ranches in Las Vegas, Bonnie Springs. And while it's no longer around, I wanted to kind of go through the history, talk about its time in the valley. I especially wanted to kind of give this a special moment in this episode because I really think this is a cool place and this is going to be a real fun episode. But before we get started, make sure to hit like, click subscribe and punch that notification bell so you can get up to date information when we drop new episodes each week. Also, if you're listening on either Apple or Spotify, I appreciate it. Give that a five-star like and leave a comment there. I love hearing from you guys on those platforms. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started on Talking Vegas All Day with me, K.A. So within the early years of the ranch, the area itself, which includes the hot natural springs, where the Palut, Native American people, called their homeland for centuries. After settlers moved into the west, they moved into the rocky enclaves above of Blue Diamond and Red Rock Canyon. And basically in 1843, the area which would become the ranch was a watering stopover for wagon trains going from California on the Old Spanish Trail. And at the time, this included a house ranch for all the guests to stay in. And then in 1843, General John C. Fremont of Fremont Street, on his way to Alta, California, stopped at the Springs, preparing for a trip through Death Valley. And that was kind of the beginning of his fame in that whole Mojave Valley desert area. Early on in the 1800s, the site consisted also of a blacksmithing station for the horses of the settlers that were going through. Now, the actual ranch got its name after Bonnie Levinson, the daughter of Western film actor and assistant director Wilbur McCullough. In 1952, Bonnie was delivering turkeys to a friend who owned a diner in Las Vegas at a ranch in nearby Red Rock Canyon. The friend showed Bonnie the ranch area, who liked the nearby mountain scenery of Red Rock, and McGall leased and subsequently purchased the ranch that year, and thus began the history of Bonnie Springs Ranch. At the time, the ranch was 115 acres, including a broken-down Red Rock Tavern, a three-room house, and this would ultimately grow to occupy 163 acres of ranch land. In 1952, McCullough reopened the bar and operated for approximately 15 years without electricity, instead relying on kerosene lamps. At the same time, another person who will be integral in this whole creation of the ranch, Al Levinson, Bonnie's future husband moved to Las Vegas and him and Bonnie met around 52 and shortly after both of them fell in love and got married. They both ran the bar which became popular amongst Levinson friends and also Las Vegas showgirls and other celebrities who performed on the strip. The bar also received a lot of patronage from local people in Henderson and in Blue Diamond. At the same time, Bonnie added two horse stables to satisfy customers in horseback riding, 
and that will kind of bring us to the modern day part of the ranch now during its heyday the springs ranch included the following things the first was a ranch house two-story motel which included a swimming pool the motel had 48 rooms some included a jacuzzi the ranch also included red rock riding stables with ponies and horseback riding and they also featured rodeos as well on the weekends they had a miniature train which provided guests from transportation from the parking lot into the ranch and old nevada a recreation of a western town the original bar which both bonnie and al had created was refurbished from the old ranch house and helped build a very nice restaurant area for people out in red rock and blue diamond area and they opened in 1964 the bonnie springs ranch steakhouse which became very popular among the locals bonnie created restaurants furniture and helped build the structure of the central fireplace as well they have pond out front of the bar which contained fish and fun fact back in those days you could rent fishing equipment and go fish at the pond and keep what you caught and that's a really cool thing so basically you could go out and fish for your dinner i really liked that a lot when i read about that another fun fact about the bar and restaurant is it became famous for its collection of neckties on the ceiling this is from when al got denied service at the desert inn due to having a bolo tie and they kicked him out of the restaurant from that point on he would take any tie the patrons wore and eventually it became a running gag, including people pinning money to the ties. And in 2001, money from the ceiling totaled $18,000, which was donated to local firefighters and other charities throughout the Las Vegas Valley. And that brings us to two other properties on the ranch during its heyday. The first was Old Nevada, which cost roughly $800,000 to create. And it was an old western town. It had a restored 1881 horse-drawn carriage to provide transportation around town, miners restaurant, miniature steam train, a casino, and would feature daily shootouts between lawmen and gunmen and followed by a hanging at the end of the day. It also had shops and also had an 1800 style western saloon with a 900 seat capacity for group events such as parties and other family activities. Around this time, Bonnie also opened a dinner show called Bonnie Springs Old West Musical Review, which was a dinner show kind of similar to the old western saloon vaudevillian shows. The saloon would later feature karaoke and live music two days a week. And Old Nevada also had two museums, one featuring local artifacts throughout the valley and an 18th century wax figure museum. Then in 75, Bonnie opened up a zoo and initially got the idea as she took in two pygmy goats from local legend Wayne Newton. In addition, she had some sheep on the ranch and accompanied by the rival two deer, Levinson also adopted a wolf. As animal lovers had cats, dogs, and chickens, many were left on the ranch by uninterested pet owners, and they took them in. This inspired them to create a petting zoo, minus the wolf, obviously, and the petting zoo opened in 1985. By the mid-90s, the zoo also included bobcats, burros, lynx, coyotes, ferrets, hedgehogs, and was quite a popular attraction to tourists. They also had two emus towards the end of the run of the zoo, 
including one that was abandoned and found in the middle of the desert. Now that's crazy. You're walking through the desert, just hiking around Red Rocky and running into a big old emu. <laughs> That'd be kind of shocking. But for the most part, the zoo was very well run, had great reviews from pet enthusiast groups, as most of the pets were taken in from local animal rescues. As the ranch continued to grow in popularity, the Levinsons thought of increasing and did receive a permit to build an additional 150 room motel. However, this and also a planned golf course never came to fruition. After the death of Al in 94, the Levinson's children took over operation of the ranch and at 2004, the ranch averaged 8,000 visitors during the holiday week, such as spring break and Memorial Day. So it was really quite popular. And this was how the ranch would continue to operate. And while there were times where they were considering expanding, nothing ever came to fruition. Following Bonnie's death in 2007, the kids took over operations of the ranch. Now, before we go on any further, just a fun few things, as you guys know, Kay loves paranormal. There is reportedly some hauntings that were claimed during this time. They believe that there was a little girl at the schoolhouse, several apparitions at the opera house, and from 2008 to 2018, they also had Bonnie Screams, which was a zombie-themed paintball game and Paintball Express, which patrons rode a bus around this ranch and attempted to fend off zombies. Also, a local paranormal society offered a three-hour haunted tour of the ranch, and this included trying to make contact with the local ghost. The schoolgirl, as well as a finical old gentleman, were the two main haunts of the property, although it was agreed that there were more than one ghost on this property. However, the finicky old gentleman was particularly popular as he did not like disturbances from the guests and would make himself known on frequent occasions. However, he was described as being non-violent, but he just liked to make his presence known. Then we get towards the end, and that was sale and redevelopment. So early in 2018, now just a little time capsule, guys. KA had been there in about 2016. When I was there, it was a lot of fun. And I just had done after a day, stopped by the ranch after a long day of hiking Red Rock. And I had a wonderful time just walking around. Didn't really sit or take in any of the activities, but I had a good time there. It was kind of cool to see an old ranch to kind of take a step back in history. Early 2018, the ranch was put for sale at the cost of 31 million and was purchased. Now this then started a long legal redevelopment. They decided ultimately in 2019 to demolish Bonnie Springs Ranch. There were several petitions to save the ranch. People were trying to not have this being built a gated community out in the middle of the desert. And they even tried to get this listed as a historical landmark. However, it never was. The sale was finalized in mid-March of 2019. And following that announcement, visitation increased by hundreds of people and received a lot of backlash in the local papers. A lot of the zoo animals were relocated and Bonnie Springs closed in March of 2019. As of February 2020, the property project entitled the ranch at Red Rock was put up and seven parcels were reserved in the first week of putting this up. And at the time of this taping, most of the buildings except Old Nevada have been demolished. 
So that's kind of the history of Bonnie Springs Ranch up to this point. I will be interested in seeing if this property development ever takes shape. That said, it's a shame that this couldn't have been saved and you still have this around. But like anything, money talks at the end of the day. And for me personally, I hate to see these kind of things happen because when I was there, I thought that was a cool little thing. Yeah, sure, it was a little outdated. Sure, these kind of things come and go, but that 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 is a real shame to see that happen. I wish it was stuck around. So anyway, leave me a comment at the end of this. I, I'm just curious. What was your favorite moment at Bonnie Springs? Did you go? Did you not go? Were you like me millions of times driving by there just being like, oh, that's a ranch? Did you not even understand what it was? Because when I first went out there and I saw the thing, I thought it was an actual working ranch, not a tourist destination. So tell me some of your fond memories of Bonnie Springs. And as always, leave a comment. I hope you liked this video. I could sit here and talk for another couple hours on like the redevelopment and all that. Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And again, if you're listening on the podcast, thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time on Talking Vegas All Day with KA.